Welcome to ScareZone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. If it sounds a little different, it's because I'm not from our beautiful studio today. Today I am recording from a corner of a closet in my house. I should be in beautiful, sunny Orlando, Florida, but unfortunately, but fortunately for you, because we're getting a new podcast, uh, my kid got sick this morning or overnight, and we had to delay our trip, so hopefully tomorrow, by the time you're hearing this, I'll be soaking up the Florida sunshine, but as fate would have it, a new announcement has happened, and Mr. Bart Scott is joining us again uh, f- to talk about this new announcement. I mean, I feel like he knew, he sensed that this was coming today, and he took one for the team. So that you could record a scare zone yep. today. So thanks, yeah. Sunny Boy. Thanks, thanks, buddy, for delaying our <laughs> what was supposed to be beautiful, fantastic multi-night vacation and turning it into uh just just a day off. I'm just hoping my, my hopes and prayers is that you know, because sometimes I feel like with kids, like the night is not their friend. No, for sure. And so far he's he's been good all day since five AM, but you know, when the darkness falls <laughs> That's the, that's, true, the night that's the weird thing about kids. Uh, they just get these random sicknesses in the middle of the night, and then they're gone in a matter of hours. Gone. They're fine. Yeah, like like we could have left, and he'd been totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been no problem. But if 5.30 in the morning, we were supposed to leave at 10 a.m., he's throwing up. It's just not, you decide, okay, uh, we need to make this decision. I got three kids, hopefully now. Uh, so two have gone down with it. My wife has gone down with this. I got one kid left standing, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and I and I kind of had it a little, so I'm just praying that this one is just my super child, and <laughs> it's just gets she lucky. sticks it out, and just she she just gets lucky. But lucky for you guys, we do have an announcement on our hands, and I got a press release this morning. Weirdly, the press release for the first time in a long time, I feel like came out a few minutes after it got publicly dropped, or maybe uh, it usually it's within usually within 15 minutes, but this was like immediately. And that is that Universal Orlando Resort revealed Depths of Fear as the second original content haunted house coming to Halloween Horror Nights. Now, I like the name Haunted House. I like they said Haunted House. I don't feel like we get that term very often. Coming to Halloween Horror Nights 2019, the world's premier Halloween event. Throw in some shade, I feel like, at uh, at Hollywood. So, uh, very cool. I um, There's been some speculation of this, the underwater house. I know, Bart, we talked about it a little bit, that there would be an underwater potential theming, and people have said Jaws, you know, what could it be? Uh, but it's the original house, um, and right up your, you know, sort of alley, it seems like there are monsters, once again, mm-hmm. invading this. Uh, this is, feels like a monster-themed year at Halloween Horror Nights. Good, as it should be, man. I, I can't tell you how happy this made me this morning um and every announcement has just gotten better and better for me you know like i know for a lot of people stranger things is like well that's it that's the home run no for me that's just the that's the appetizer that's the amuse bouche bouche i just know however you say that this is where what now? I, don't, exactly. I don't think i know that term the single bite to tempt your palate this my friend oh okay is a is a main course this is an entree for me and i don't even like fish but this one, I couldn't be more. Ex- that was that was such a dad joke. This I can't be more excited about this. I don't know what mouth brooders are, but I don't care. I yeah, can't. you know. And you said like we talked people, about people used to call me that. People the mouth used to brooder, call me mouth brooder <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in high school, in the middle school. It's like you mouth brooder. Uh, that's the first thing I thought. To be honest, that's the first thing I thought of. You have sinus problems. You can't help it. This uh, I can't help it. I'm. I'm 
we speculated about how would they do an underwater thing, but I didn't really believe they were doing one. I mean, we had no idea they were actually doing one. At least I didn't. So I, this is, I'm psyched for this, but we should probably go ahead and read the description before we get too far into this, I suppose. Okay, should I? Uh, and oddly enough, I just got an email from, from Amazon. There's a new from Chris Ripley. So I should probably oh, that. That's fate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've talked to Chris this week, by the way. I don't want people to think like there's been some falling out. I've had this problem with recording, and then today, obviously, things are different. We were going to record, uh, but next uh, episode, Chris is coming back to join us. He's going to be on the show. So uh, look forward to hearing from Chris and from Scott. Uh, neither of them, I talked to both of them like regularly. It's just been a scheduling and thing are, and a tech problem. And they are both in different countries right now. So yeah, we all three are in different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Though Scott's at a lot of theme parks, so it feels like he's home. So. Yeah. All right. So should we talk about depths of fear? Not depth of fear. Depths, depths with an S of fear. Depths of fear, yes. Do you want to read it? Uh, sure, I can, I can read it. You want me to read it? You read I can it. Read, Why don't you I, read can, it? I can read. Descend, descend into terror in depths of fear at Halloween Horror Nights. If you have a fear of water and what lies beneath, your skin will crawl with this new haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights. Depths of depths that is hard to say. Depths of fear mixes yeah. <laughs> all the elements of the unknown with underwater elements, monsters, creatures, and a countdown to a disastrous fate. Now, what does that mean? Story. The I guess I didn't say that. The workers of a deep sea mining company have found themselves in a dire situation. They've delved too deep and encountered a parasitic race of creatures that turn out to be deadly. Panic ensues as you find yourself encountering infected miners and acidic creatures. The pressure builds as the self-destruct sequence counts down to the inevitable implosion of the facility. Mouth well, brooders. I know. This see, there's actually a, a storyline. This is line. so much. This is a, this is a lot to take in. This man. is a, yeah. This is this is like I said. This the is press the, release did not go. I didn't. Don't think, I don't think I really read the post. Uh, the press release did not go into way like close to this detail. There's a little bit of this. I'll read you the the differences in there when you're done. But whoa. Okay. Well, as you venture further into the depths, you'll encounter the creatures known only as the Mouth Brooders. Picture being trapped in a claustrophobic mining installation underwater with a countless number of these slithering monsters. Your worst nightmares will come to life as these fiends spew flesh-eating acidic eggs at human hosts, and you witness miners being driven mad by the infection. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights are the eggs are, those eggs are in the press release yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it and then the rest is this year you'll experience 10 Haunted House 5 it's stuff we already know but this that sounds yeah, normal. so awesome and, and I get, now it makes sense because I kind of just skimmed through it too I was just I mean just the, the image and the title I knew okay this is it's underwater this is going to be awesome but now I see there's a picture of a guy with like bubbles all over his face those are clearly eggs acidic eggs and uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I couldn't be more psyched about this I do. I love it as well, too. I uh, A few things jumped out when you said that. One is, do a lot of people have a fear of water? <laughs> yes, I think I so. Like a fear of the ocean. You, for, for sure the ocean. And this is a deep sea mining expedition, so you're in dark water. You're out there pretty far. I just heard the term fear of water, and I was like, oh, man, I got that water phobia. Don't, don't let me drink anything. Well, here's the uh, weird thing I said to someone else today after, after seeing this headline. I have this weird thing. Whenever I'm watching a movie... Like, I get so enwrapped in if I'm watching something good. Like, if, if I'm watching a movie and somebody goes to bed, I immediately want to be laying in bed. If I'm watching a movie and someone's underwater, like trapped underwater or swimming underwater to get so to find yeah, You can feel it. I can't breathe. I stop breathing. I have to remind right. myself. I understand that. Now, imagine being in a foreign house. Or that's Cedric underwater. Diggory. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Now imagine That's all being I think underwater. of. <laughs> yeah. I he love didn't. this purely from the fact of being... What, he didn't drown? He didn't drown. He survived that. Chance. No, who am I thinking of? Spoiler alert. Oh, he made that one? Okay. He survived. Everybody survived. Everybody survived that challenge. Narrowly, of course. He di- he, But okay. he, did, he did die in that movie. You are correct. So he died towards well, the Okay. End. I... Yeah. He, got, he, got he turned a, into a, a shark boy or something, he, right? Uh, he no. Um, Someone's a shark boy. Harry's Vi- a shark boy. God, now you're making me. Somebody's a look. shark boy. Victor Crumb. Victor Crumb. Victor uh, Crumb is a shark boy who, who's like a bird when he flies. Turns it. His the top half of his body turns into a shark, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, think, I, wouldn't the bottom half make more sense if you're swimming? But anyway, I digress. Yeah, if I had to choose which half to turn into a shark, though I don't know. I mean, I would. Yeah, it's true. Like he still had to. Use his legs. Yeah. Okay, but that's beside that's beside the, the if point. You're the bottom yeah. half of a shark. You're a merman, Dad. A merman. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking. I just looked at the image too, and you're right. I kind of thought those were bubbles, and I kind of thought they were sort of like uh, Davy Jones locker people, like uh, they got all barnacly. Mm-hmm. But no, those are. You're right. Those are weird green, creepy eggs. But just the creativity that you're gonna have to uh, figure out a way for this house to take place underwater is enough to get you excited because it's not something that you see every day. It's not something you see every year. Uh, it's something that's unique. We've had, obviously, some water effects, Freddy vs. Jason, and there's been water effects even, um, you know, where people obviously splash, but I feel like you're going to get, I feel like this house, you're going to walk out pretty soaked uh, because at some point, you think you're going to get, get wet? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't think you're going to get wet like drenched, I considered like, covered. That. I mean, you I, you get wet in a lot of the houses now. Like, they'll shoot you with That's because it's like, 100 degrees and I'm sweating, but okay, go ahead. Oh, well, that's true. But I, at least in my, maybe this hasn't been a house since you've been going, but I know at least in quite a few houses, there's an effect where they shoot you with like a water gun. True, that's true. And it almost looks like blood. Like, it splatters on you like you've been shot, but it's water. So I feel like there's going to be dripping and water effects. And yeah, you're already dripping and no one will mind a nice cool water uh, break uh, in the middle of August or whenever Halloween Horror Night starts this year, the first weekend in September. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, and the implosion. Uh, I feel like then something's got. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a it's a wild story. I think it's really fun. I can't wait to hear who's actually like designing this. Who's behind it? Is it a Charles Gray house? Is it a Patrick Braylord house? Is it somebody else? Is it one of those other guys? Because they bring different things to the table. Don't they split and, them uh, up? But isn't isn't one specifically they split them up, IP? Yeah. yeah. Well, think, no, I don't think so. No. Okay. I'm just thinking from a creative like standpoint, like how. How are they going to do this? How are they going to create the, I'm saying illusion, but who knows, anything's possible, that you're underwater? Or are you underwater? Are you just on the, well, I guess if you're on the mining rig, you don't technically have to be underwater, right? Let's I think see. you're definitely going to go underwater. But no, they said they yeah, they went be. too deep, so odds are you're, you're down there with them. But so is it going to be screen effects? Is it just going to be lighting effect? And I shouldn't say just, you could do a lot with lighting like, how are they going to maintain this illusion through, through a whole haunted house? That's what's really got me fascinated. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be like a triple layer thing where it'll be like scrim in front of you for a, mm-hmm. for a water effect, plus a, like a porthole, and then like people, characters, yeah. and then like a screen that gives you like a water look. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways you could play with that. What well, I don't want it to be... Is right. just screens with pre-recorded videos on it. Of people, no, ah, neither do I. There's few haunted houses here that do that kind of bit, and it's fun the first time, mm-hmm. and then it just looks like you're looking. And they usually they'll sprinkle it into horror nights, uh, but after a while, it just looks like you're looking at very you know LED TVs that have been turned right. On. Yeah, if there's one or two, and, and in fact, I would almost expect there to be a couple hidden throughout just to of add course. to the effect. But yeah, and, and you know, also as I'm sitting here thinking about it, if we're 
clearly they have to explain how we're walking through. So my guess is, and remember, I did figure out the, the twist to Detective Pokemon last week. So on another Detective show, Pikachu. So I'm good at this. Detective or that's Pikachu. Whatever. So I'm good at this stuff. If I had to guess, I'd say we're in there, either their craft or in their facility yeah and maybe it's springing leaks that's gonna blow so they can have like they'll have the portholes where these things are on the outside they'll have water effects where water's running down the out through the ceiling down the walls who knows but so it'll be we'll be inside something which would explain how we're walking but uh oh man i this is this is gonna be so cool and then i'm wondering will there be an explosion at the end because remember there was a there was one last year oh it was um dead exposure the one we both hated um, not hated because it was bad, hated because we're chickens. Um, remember at the end, I there think was, we're chickens. We're just old. We're old. <laughs> there was a scene where everything went yeah. white, and it was kind of a, something. It was unclear, like what they were trying to, and, and what they explained afterwards that you that the inoculation didn't work, and that we were all dead or something at the end. So I'm wondering if we'll think we're safe at the, at the end of this one, and then boom, or I don't know. There's so much to yeah, be I, excited about here. Yeah, I like the element of knowing this story like very clearly mm-hmm. before we go in. Because I think that's something that you miss with Horror Nights a lot of times, especially as the casual person going in. You're not reading the very detailed description of a house. And sometimes it's it's mostly unnecessary. But having the idea, it's kind of like now, I feel like reading these descriptions that are long form. Again, more than what was in the press releases on that blog by a lot. Uh, it's kind of like watching the movie before you go experience the house. So you have an idea of what you're... Sp- supposed to be kind of getting out of it and i think that probably does help because sometimes you're just thrown in and there's flashing lights like if dead exposure if we were told nothing i think we would have been like well, what is this yeah you would have no like, idea it's just a bunch happening. of strobe lights right like we had to be told before here's what you're gonna see da, 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 da. and then this, this is gonna happen at the end i feel like this is similar to that except for the fact that um one i i, I don't feel like we're gonna get sick uh hopefully <laughs> and two it's a it, it's like a full-fledged Seasick, am I right? Sorry, go ahead. What'd you say? I said seasick, am I right? Who's with me? Yeah. Never mind. (sighs) All right, I interrupted your train train of thought. I'm just so excited. You didn't. You were, I was texting you uh, uh, this morning. I was like, hey, my trip got canceled. And then you're like, holy crap. Who cares? Seasick announcement. Uh, I know. Oh, man. It was pretty funny. Um, I do uh, I, I do want to say, if you're looking at the new podcast stream, you're looking at it right now, you're probably seeing a beautiful new piece of artwork. So you Scare Zone listeners, have, uh, we're into season four of Scare Zone. We said it's time to freshen up the look. So we are happy to have a totally brand new rebranded logo design art package by our friend Jackie at my design booth. And for the first time, we're introducing you to, because look, Halloween Horror Nights, I think we all got to accept the realization that the icons are few and far between at this point. I mean, it's a every couple years now, every two, three years, there's an icon. We'll probably get one next year because it's 30. Mm-hmm. But here at Scare Zone, we wanted to create an icon that could live with our show for our listeners and could live every Halloween Horror Nights season and that is why we've created Mr. Finnegan. And if you see Mr. Finnegan on your, uh, again, if you're listening on your podcast app or however you see it, uh, he is a, I believe, an Irish gentleman. Maybe we'll hear a backstory soon of, of what happened to this man. Uh, but he's a pumpkin head. He's an Irish gentleman. He looks a little scarecrowy. He's a little tattered. 
I don't know. Maybe we're going to find out, Bart. Maybe we're going to find out the whole story of Mr. Finnegan. It's but possible. regardless, he is our official icon of uh, of Scare Zone. And we got a whole new logo, lo- Logan package. Whole new logo package <laughs> that I hope you like. <laughs> Hello. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, logo package. Uh, and I wanted to thank her for helping rebranding it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it looks really cool. I like it. We're going to new merch, too, available on our store on ScareZone.com. Just go there and go to shop. And you'll see there's already a new See You at Finnegan shirt. And speaking of See You at Finnegan's, there is a new Facebook group for listeners of our show, which has so far been a lot of fun. Uh, there's only about 60, 70 people in there right now, which is why it's even more fun because we haven't been able to promote it here on the show yet. Uh, but we're chatting and we're talking all things Halloween Horror Nights and just building a community on there. And that Facebook group is just called See You at Finnegan's. Uh, so, you know, if, if you're looking for a way to, to engage with other Halloween Horror Nights fans, uh, and I have to say, these people feel like true fans. Now, I've seen a lot of hate in there. I've seen a lot of speculation, a lot of talk, a lot of fun. If you have the same emotions that we have and that Bart had you know, this morning when he did not care about the fact that my kids were sick, you need to go to <laughs> our Facebook. Hey, you need to go to our Facebook group, uh, see you at Finnegan's, and join us today. And, and I've tweeted out and linked it on our uh, Facebook and Twitter and everything. So and, you know, join us there. It's a lot of fun. Now, do you think, and I'm, I, I'm already, we can pretty much assume, I'm assuming at this point that the, any chance of, of them returning to having an icon for this year has, that ship has already sailed. But do they normally, if they're, in the years where there's been an icon, is that like the first thing that they kind of reveal? Or does that come later in the announcement season? Well, it depends. Historically, I'd have to look back and remind myself, but the original icons, like the original Big Six or whatever it was, hmm. so Jack... Uh, yeah, uh, the, the caretaker, the, the director, the, the, the uh, director, mm-hmm. storyteller. Uh, you have all those later on chance, but those first, it was at the time when Horror Nights, you went to HalloweenHorrorNights.com and just one day everything was on there. Mm. It was just, it would go from the last year's website for a couple months after. It would pretty much then go to a splash page that would just say, hey, here are the dates usually. Um, we are, we'll see you in the Halloween season. And then all of a sudden there wasn't these big announcements. It would just pff, one day. There was everything. There was all the houses. There was all the scare zones. There was the shows. No speculating. None of this big hype. But we live in a different society now. Different culture. Uh, And then, really, the last one was... I mean, I'd have to remember back to like 21 when Jack returned. Or 20 and 21. And then again when he returned at 25. Uh, I can't remember exactly. For Chance, I do feel like it was a little bit into the season before we heard from, from Chance being the official icon but there was a huge gap between lady luck 21 and until we got back so it was you know, four or five years where there was nothing so to me i don't live in a world where we go back and forth now on icons i just think that i just think that marketing concept is uh used for special events used for special occasions you know when mm-hmm. it's uh, a big anniversary year like i would be really shocked if jack doesn't return in some aspect it halloween horror nights 30 at this point, it just doesn't feel like, like, why not? I mean, it may not be the main focus, uh, but I feel like historically, there's always some sort of nod to that. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Jack make some form of uh, maybe quick appearance towards the end of this season. Of this season, yeah. Uh, to, to tease what's happening, because that always seems to be the case. Is uh, There's something that kind of you know sparks interest for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, for especially the big anniversary years. Um, so so I wouldn't be surprised if you saw that at all. And the way houses have been rolling out now, every couple of weeks, I mean, that's the thing is that now it went from uh, dormant to 
every few weeks to the fact that we are, what, three, four houses in? How many houses have we heard now? Stranger Things, four. Depths of Fear. What was the what was the one we talked about? Uh, the the Gladiator one. Blood Pit. Uh, <laughs> my Universal. Blood Pit. Universal Monsters, and this one's four. Yeah. So four. So four out of ten, and we are only in uh, what late May. Late May twenty first. We have heard nothing of the scare zones, which usually those all go up at one time later in the year. Uh, we've heard nothing of shows, uh, but I think we're going to kind of see this pattern where every two or three weeks now we're going to get something. Uh, until it's all said and done and we're all fully think announced. Of, think about that. We have less than four months until opening night. Until opening night. Yeah. It's not that far away. And you don't have very many IPs at all right now. No. You got Universal Monsters and Stranger Things, both of which are, I mean, two out of four, I guess, of the houses. Yeah, two Universal two. Monsters is like a, is like a given. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's as much, like I said, we said last week, it almost feels as much as an original house as it does an IP house. I was going to say, it's kind uh, of a, I think it's, it's a hybrid. It's I, I would call it a hybrid house for sure. I know they say it's yeah, an IP, and, but I'd call it a hybrid. Yeah, it's their own characters in that sense. So it doesn't feel as, you know, it's not Saw. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, it's something like it's Universal Monsters at Universal Studios. Okay. Chris, Chris Rock uh, Saw. Oh, yeah, Chris Rock Saw. I'm, kind of, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm, kind of, I'm very much intrigued. I mean, uh, that, could, that, that could use some new life, I guess, because did you even ever see Jigsaw? Do you want to play a game? <laughs> uh, well, they said he is Jigsaw? No. No, I don't think. I think he's just producing as far as I know. It's Adam Sandler's going to be Jigsaw. Uh, do, do you want to play uh-huh. a game? Buddy? I want to play a game. That's right. it. Let's see. That a Rob Schneider. Or this that whole uh, <laughs> that whole crew. Nick Swardston. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be interesting. Nick Swardston <laughs> as Jigsaw, I'd like. He'd be like the kid in the bench warmers, where he's all like, uh, you know, afraid of the dark, afraid of the light, can't go into the light. Like, that's uh, that's the Jigsaw I want. <laughs> yes, we did in 2019 just have a bench warmers conversation. That's right. Uh, you ever seen bench warmers 2? Uh, I've seen part of it. There was a bench warmers 2. <laughs> it's not that old. It came out like maybe a year or two ago, but it was on TV the other day. It features John Lovitz and a new cast of characters. Of course, it's John uh, Lovitz. <laughs> yeah, it came out, let's see here, what year? 2019. It came out this year. Wow. <laughs> and only, you know, what, eight, nine years since the original one, probably? I mean, it's been a long time. Who were the original uh, Benchwarmers? So, Swartzen, Spade, and who was the third one? Was it Schneider? Uh, Rob Schneider and then uh, John Heater. Uh, right? From Napoleon oh. Dynamite? Was he in that too? Man, I, who knows? I thought Spade was in He's it. He's in it, and also Spade's in it. It's yeah. those. It's that group. It's Spade. John Lovitz is like the the money guy, right? And then you got Rob Schneider. I'm sure people are loving this conversation. Rob Schneider. You got uh, you got Swanson. You got Napoleon Dynamite. And then one of my random favorite things is that Craig Kilborn is in that movie. Oh, jeez. Uh, and I love Craig Kilborn, so. Uh, that was an exciting time for me. Uh, Benchwarmers 2 came out on January 30th, or 29th. I'm sorry, excuse me. I hate to be wrong. Uh, <laughs> it is called Benchwarmers 2, uh, and it stars Chris Klein and Friends. I don't know Ooh. any of these other people who are in it. Ouch. Chris Klein, John Lovitz, and a motley group of, uh, I'm sure, terrific actors, honestly. I mean, I'm sure it's probably fun. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I've turned it on for a second. I love the first one. Um Love's a strong word. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> if, there, if there's a bench warmer's house, then <laughs> I don't even have. A I would like a little Nikki. I would like a little Nikki house. 
Would you though? <laughs> I loved Little Nicky when I was a kid. Whatever it came out with a teenager, probably I don't know something like that. Late teen. Yeah, I was. In I loved 20s, that. So. I, yeah, it, I loved that movie. I don't know, man. It's a cult classic, right? I, I, I guess. Like I, I, I maybe I was too old for it. I, I really, I was so excited <laughs> to see it, and boy, was I like, oh, what am I watching here? It was a great concept. Oh yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, I don't, I haven't watched it in many years. That was about as horror as I was getting in those days. Was that and Dogma? A lot of movies about the devil. It seems like were, that, were what I was saying. Comedies about religion um, were were the big trend in the late nineties, early two thousands. Well, if you want to see, if you folks want to catch a, a good, a good, and I use the term loosely, uh, horror movie, monster movie, I this past week oh, actually, yeah. when I was down by you, I caught, a, I was watching a movie on Amazon Prime called The Monsters Club, starring Vincent Price, and it's it was made in I think 1981, <laughs> and it's about Vincent Price is an aging vampire who takes a horror author to a disco full of monsters. So and he tells them there's three short he tells three short stories about monsters. It it goes from being really Talk for a second. Go ahead. No, so you keep talking. Oh, okay. Sorry, at least it's not it goes from being the most ridiculous, cheesy thing I've ever seen. You can tell this was the early days of music videos and MTVs, because there's like a new wave vampire band playing in the club. And then when he tells these stories, it actually gets very dark and creepy. So I would definitely recommend that to Taijo if you want to see something. Something we talked about here reminded me of it. So if you want to see something hokey and cheesy, but also awesome because Vincent Price is in it, check that out. I think it's called The Monsters Club on Amazon. Well, I just got a whole a whole list of uh, new screeners for us to watch. I'm on all these lists because of the show of uh, of horror movies. And they're, they're, I don't think they'd be offended by saying they're a lot of, you know, they're the lower budget in lower. the horror world. We'll call them independent. Uh, there's Hallowed Ground, there's Cargo, there's Clown Nado, which I think we talked about. Maybe that Clown was on Nado. birthday we talked about Clown Nado. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of names I don't want to say on this show because I know weirdly, ki- not weirdly, but I know that kids listen and these are some, the, the Cannibal Club. Mm. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of good movies for us to watch. We need to take a look and uh, see, see what we can review. But last thing before we head out, because I do feel like we're pumped, we're excited. Horror Nights is just four months away. Bart, you're, you're ready. I can tell you're ready. You're already uh, like going on eBay. I didn't buy any of those things on eBay. I don't think uh, nothing really ended up becoming like something I wanted. Someone told me that that what was the thing called? It was like a, the, oh, it was a koozie, the cool guy, whatever that was selling it. The, it was a, the Horror Nights. We thought it was a. It was we a, thought it was a mug, mug, and it turned out to be a can koozie. So and, still cool. Uh, if you it is cool, and we're Halloween Horror Nights collectors and collectors of all. And I do have to say, I don't think we've talked about this on the last show, and if we did, I apologize, but I'll just plug it again. We do have a new address that you can send stuff to, and a lot of people have sent us little pins and little trinkets or whatever. We never really had like one uniform place. We just be like send it over here, send it over here, hope we could get there. So if you uh, look in your show, you know, feed where it has the description, I'm going to put this address in there, but also I'll just read it to you. Send something to Scare Zone. This is if you want to send something in the mail to us. We'll talk about it on the show. Uh, Scare Zone. Or send it to Logan Secula or Bart Scott if you specifically want it to go to somebody. Scare Zone. 625 Baker's Bridge Avenue, Suite 105, Box 200, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Again, yeah, I'm not giving it to you again. Rewind it. Click the 15 seconds back. <laughs> uh, 
I feel it's weird to give it again. And I know, and we're not like soliciting for stuff. We will talk about it if you send us anything, but a lot of people ask us. A lot of people say, hey, I got something fun for you. You know, I got, especially since Bart, you were saying you had, you wanted to start collecting those coins. A lot of people reached out That's about right. the coins. Uh, so have some fun. Send some stuff in the mail if you got it. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to uh, read your questions on the air instead of, you know, taking like Skype messages. We'll just actually read them like they're old letters, like that you'd hear on talk radio. Like, let's see what the letter, what's in the mail back today. <laughs> Um, and the only other thing is if you are coming to Halloween Horror Nights, uh, we're going to probably be there. We're going to try to be there on opening night. Uh, that's the plan right now. Um, and also, I'm looking at now a trip. And this is for the KISS fans out there as well. Uh, this is a bit Horror Nights, but uni- a universal weekend for some of us, uh, which is at the end of October, October uh, 26th and 27th, I believe. Ace Freely from KISS is coming to Hard Rock Live on a Halloween Horror Nights weekend. And I am going to plan on attending uh, a night of Horror Nights and a night of Ace Freely. And maybe during, depending on when Ace goes on, because usually he goes on pretty late, uh, maybe a little double down in where I'm going to go to the park for a couple hours with Bart or hang out with whoever wants to go and then head over to Ace. And I scored some front row tickets to Ace, so I'm pretty pumped. Uh, but then I'll go back over to Horror Nights maybe after it's over, depending on what time that's uh that ends up being. So if you're a KISS fan, and I know there's a lot of crossover. You know, Scott Garland, he's a huge KISS fan. A lot of us are. Uh, that's a pretty cool uh, thing happening at the Hard Rock Live. It, but I, I know that it's hard, hard for people because people are like, but I'm so close to Horror Nights. It's fine. Go one night to Horror Nights like me. And then bite the bullet and go see Ace Freely because he's going to rock your face off. Uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to... That's a little tip of what's going on uh, during Horror Nights. I, I kind of like that. I like going down... Uh, I don't usually get to spend more than one night, but I was—I told my wife, I was like, look, it's like two of my favorite things in one night, <laughs> please. Uh, so it seems like all is good, and I think I'm going to head down for that. So we'll at least try to be making two trips to Horror Nights this year. But we'll always keep you updated. And uh, until next time, Bart Scott, he's got a podcast you should listen to. We're on another podcast together called Free on Your Birthday, by the way, which is just, imagine this if we stayed on, off, if we didn't stay on any topic. We just rambled for hours. Uh, you can hear that. It's actually much more entertaining than the way I just made it sound. That is on uh, Free on Your Birthday. Just look for it in your podcast player. And also, Bart Scott, you have a new show. I do. The Sasquatch Lounge. It's blowing up, you know, relatively speaking. So, and that's, yeah. again, kind of no theme except, well, other than Monster News and Bigfoot News. But so a little bit of yeah, freeform, a little bit of There's a thread there. There's a bit of a thread. There's so. a, there's connective tissue between this and that because you always this week you dived into like or dove into like some news on Bigfoot and what was going on and a I bunch did. of sightings. There's I do have a to lot say happening. you said there was I, I you were like they have been 78 sightings since 1962 and I was like okay that seems not that many like just, it's not even one a year. But just in Indiana, just just in Indiana. Oh. Which in and of itself is weird. I didn't know Bigfoot lived in Indiana. But I will tell you, I'll give you guys a I'm not little... that far from Indiana. We can make the drive. I know. And it, some of the sightings are literally from where I was born in Indiana. So I'm just saying. But uh, I... You think what, you're actually Bigfoot? There might be. I'm just saying there's a little bit of... Uh, there could be some crossover. You're, um, you're, a, you're a hairy man. There, uh, there was I'll that person in, the, in your show that said that was they have a Sasquatch child. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Maybe that was, it was you. It was in the comments to one of the news stories. He said, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ended up with a Sasquatch child and he's starting to go fund me. I'm going to give you a little teaser for this week's Sasquatch Lounge in the Monster News section. There may have been uh, an actual sighting of the Yeti and in all places in, in, in Spain. So uh, who knew? These creatures, these cryptids are everywhere, folks. 
So, yeah, that's that. And I do want to give a quick plug to a podcast that has nothing to do with us so that they'll never hear this, but Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert, which I listen to okay. fairly regularly based on who the guest is, as we've talked about. There are certain shows like that. This week has Craig T. Nelson on. So if you were a fan of the Poltergeist house, uh, you know, to bring this home, or Poltergeist the movie, he does get a little bit into Poltergeist and tells a very interesting story that I did not know about what happened to him on the set of Poltergeist, <laughs> as well as the condition he was in. I had no idea that Mr. Incredible was such a wild man at one time. So I, I would... Here's a, I'll give them a free plug. I think you guys should check that out. So that's it All for me. And as always, we do a Disney podcast, WDW Today, but that's going to wrap up today. Uh, again, join our Facebook group, See You at Finnegan's. You can find it on Facebook. Uh, I'll link it on scarezone.com as well. And you can find it on all the different you know, forms of social media that we post on and let us know what you think of the new logo. Maybe there'll be new music coming. Maybe there's going to be, a, maybe she's going to, you know, I, I, like you said, Bart, it seems like there's some new life in our world of podcasting. You know, a lot of people not to dive too deep or too dark. Last year was kind of a rough year for a lot of us. Some of us went through some, uh, some stuff, some darker times, but, but, yeah, uh, you know, I was going to say the sun is out, but that doesn't work for Horror Nights. The sun has gone down. The right. moon is up and, uh, we're excited to continue this season. Uh, season four of, of Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. Uh, say hello, obviously, to our new icon, Mr. Finnegan. And as always, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's.